Hello, and thank you for joining Incoming, where I help you sort through the crap that life throws at you and tear down the roadblocks that you put in your own way. Good morning, and welcome to Incoming Podcast with Margie Avery. I was trying to think of a topic that I wanted to do this week. I have a lot of ideas. Apparently, most podcasters have a tough time coming up with ideas. I have more ideas than I do podcasts. But I told you guys along the way that I was going to share stories. I've owned a lot of businesses, and I've picked up a lot of experience along the way with that. And I was going to share some of those experiences with you. And I today, I, I want to start with something very fundamental, and it isn't necessarily a specific experience with the business that I owned or started, but it kind of encompasses any business that anyone is starting. And what got me thinking about it, I was reading an article yesterday in my news feed about TikTok and how the algorithm is set that pretty much anybody could go on there and just instantly have a million views and be the next big social media thing. It's sort of geared more favorably, apparently. So or I rather I should say that they, the way the algorithm works, it gets you in front of more people. So you may not have a lot of followers, but you can get a lot of views, which can translate into a lot of marketing advertising money. But they get me thinking that the approach that some people use to business, and it, it's, it's kind of tied up in that thinking. You know, I've mentioned before that everybody wants to start a business and they want to become the next multimillionaire. No one very few people think of it in terms of, okay, can I earn a living doing this? And, you know, the vast majority of businesses that get started, they, if they are lucky, earn a living. The stories, the sen- sensational stories that we hear of people who enjoy outrageous success are truly the the very small percentage of businesses that start, whether it's brick and mortar business or a, you know, a social media type business. So what I get to thinking about, what I thought, well, okay, with my experience, with my time on this earth and things that I've done, what would be a concise, clear message that I would say to those without that experience starting a business, whether they're young or old? And I, I'm going to start with this statement. When you are starting a business of any kind, whether it's you're going to have a commercial cleaning company, you're going to mow lawns, you're going to go on TikTok and Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, you're going to start a blog, whatever it is. Always be mindful. There's that old saying, fake it till you make it. We all say it. I don't know if everyone really fully understands what that saying means. Clearly, it's saying, you know, behave like you're there before you're there. But A lot of new companies don't truly take that to heart. And I'm going to word it subtly different. You are building a brand. Whatever it is, if it's just you on a YouTube channel or Instagram or TikTok or you're out performing services for people, whatever it is, you are building a brand. And you have to decide going in what that brand is, what it stands for, 
what you believe, what the overriding goal of your business is. Excellent customer service, consistent entertainment, funny thoughts, deep thoughts to get you through the day, whatever it may be. But you have to build that brand 100% of the time from day one. And that's where the fake it till you make it comes in. Because if you notice, let's take celebrities, public figures, for instance. They, smart ones, realize that they are a brand. And they're very careful what they lend their name or their image to because they don't want to damage their brand. They are also very careful what they say or do or how they act in public situations because how many stories have we seen in this cancel culture where, well, I'm not even going to use a cancel culture because that's a whole other problem, but let's just say how many times have we seen very, very successful individuals, brands, make one sidestep and they tank overnight and then they have to go through the very costly process of rebuilding the brand. And we could go on and on with a list of people in Hollywood who've done it, but there are also large companies that have done it. So they are ever mindful of what they project as a brand. And a lot of times when people start businesses, they give themselves too much latitude in how they act and how they conduct themselves, thinking, well, I'm new, I'm building, I'll get that down. Here's a little example for you. Let's say I know that a lot of people will promote their podcasts on Instagram or whatever it is they're doing elsewhere on Instagram. And what happens is, you know, a hundred other people who are doing something similar, let's say a podcast, will pop up and follow your your feed. And the reason they're doing that is it's quick easy way to get a bunch of followers and what they expect to happen is that you'll follow them back and you just trade this back and forth and I know people do it with likes and all these other things but here's here's the problem with that you're new and it doesn't matter but pretend for a moment that you were already a wildly successful brand and someone with a lot of time on their hands and there's plenty of those people starts going through the list of who you follow And they find some real crap in there. Now it reflects on you because why did you choose to follow so-and-so or such-and-such when you speak against these things? You have to worry about it even in the beginning. And back to the cancel culture, this is what's happening to people who have built careers and been highly successful Someone goes back and digs and finds something they did when they were, you know, 25 years old, maybe even before they were famous, and throws it in their face and costs them their career. So in today's world, we have to keep in mind that privacy is an illusion, and it has been for a long time. There is no real sense of privacy other than maybe behind a locked door in your house, and that might not even be the case depending on what kind of electronics you have going in your house. So always conduct yourself assuming that someone is watching, someone is recording, and that might get played back against you. So when you, let's say, our example again of 
you're starting a podcast and you go on Instagram and you promote it. And I, I just experienced this. So this, this is why I'm kind of using this as a working example. But all of a sudden, you know, 50 people are following you. And Instagram is pushing you to follow them back. Well, what I did, I'm going through and I'm listening to a sampling of their podcast and seeing what it is they're projecting and deciding if I line up with that. Now, it could be completely different than my podcast and it, you know, it's not something that I'm against though, but it's, you know, if it's just two young guys who want to sit around and trash talk about sports, okay, that's not my thing, but it's not a bad podcast. I'm not, I don't have a problem with, you know, promoting that, so to speak. Um, if it's a podcast that's on there being sexist, racist, misogynistic in any way, I'm not going to, I don't want to be on there to following you just to have your follow because you're crap and I don't want someone somewhere down the line thinking that I align myself with you simply because I follow you. And the same thing goes on with a brick and mortar business. Um, I had a, maybe I am going to give you an example of an actual business that I had. I had a, actually every business that I've had, I, I had a, yeah, everyone that I've had, if I had to go out in the public with it, like my, my lawn and landscaping business, my commercial cleaning business, uh, even when I owned a warehouse and distribution center, I didn't put a lot of money into it, but I spent a little bit of money and I had some t-shirts made and I had cards printed up and I, at the very least, established a Facebook it gives you credibility. And I know people pshaw business cards, but let me tell you, young and old alike, people still kind of like business cards. So I would show up to mow somebody's lawn or to clean their building in a uniform with my company's name on it. And the uniform was clean and neat. And I had the most clean professional looking equipment that I could afford. Maybe it wasn't the largest, you know, commercial lawnmower with all the bells and whistles. Maybe it wasn't, you know, the most high tech cleaning equipment. In that case, a lot of it was rented when I would go in and do people's floors. But at any rate, what I could control is I could have it clean and well cared for. And I could have myself coming in looking clean and professional. So I acted like I was already you know, service pro, some massive commercial building maintenance company, or that I was already, you know, a landscaping company with 20 trucks on the road. I conducted myself that way. When I was on people's property, I went with the assumption that there was a camera on me somewhere, either from my customer's house or their neighbor's house. I made it a point to avert my gaze from their windows when I was mowing or trimming near their house. I was respectful of their property. They didn't have me on camera stopping every five minutes to take a personal phone call. There's a reason why employers don't let employees do these things, and it's not just that they don't want to be paying you while you're on a personal call, but it's how customers view it. The customer sees it as, well, maybe... You could mow my lawn for a little bit less money or clean my building for a little bit less money if your employees didn't spend, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes doing personal things when they're here. So 
it's all perceptions. It's all how your customers perceive you. Because ultimately, you're trying to get money from them for a service, for a product, for something. And if you look at highly successful people in whatever industry it is, mirror what they do. If you want to be who they are, do what they do. And you'll find consistent trends. And one of them is managing their brand. And that keep that in mind. It's, it's not always about the quick, fast lottery dollar. Most businesses are built through hard, diligent work. And consistency, that is the number one thing. It doesn't matter that you have the greatest thing once if you can't replicate it. Because that is just you won the lottery, take your money, go home. If you want to consistently make that money, you have to be able to replicate it and to do it consistently. You know, what's the old adage about McDonald's? The big, big thing with McDonald's in the beginning was that you could get a McDonald's burger anywhere in the United States and it would be the same burger. That was the, the big thing they aimed for. Let's get our beef from the same people. Let's get our potatoes from the same people. We want it to be a consistent experience. And that is the key with building a brand. Whatever it is that brand does, it is what it is and it's consistent. So that would be my, one of my, my first big pieces of advice. And that kind of goes with your personal psyche also, your mental health. We talk a lot on here, I do, about, you know, being introspective, getting to know yourself, knowing what you want and what you don't want in your life. And that means making choices. And one of the biggest things it means is watching what you allow in. Nothing in life is as easy as it may look. When you look at someone once they're successful and it looks like, bam, overnight. Now, every now and then you do get things like the guy whose truck broke down and he rode his skateboard down the hill filming himself singing Fleetwood Mac. Boom. It was some kind of a flash in the pan hit. I don't know what that guy's doing now. I'm sure it was still like he hit the lottery and I'm sure his life is in a better place as a result of that. But to an extent, he did plan it. I mean, it wasn't just, I'm going to skate down the hill and get to my next job. I mean, he turned on a camera and he put it on TikTok, I think it was. And he had apparently routinely been posting TikTok videos. He just hit it with that one. So there's the thing. He, it wasn't his first time ever doing this. Somebody passing by didn't happen to catch him. He planned it. It was deliberate. It was with intent. And that one paid off. So that's how you have to view the things that you do intentional behavior, not jumping from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, because, hey, that might make a dollar. Hey, that might be the big thing. Wait, let's go jump and do this. It takes preparation. It takes planning. And you have to have intentional decision making. So when you hear about some next big thing, you can't just jump on it. You need to do a little due diligence and figure out what does this really take? What kind of work are we really talking about? What kind of investment of my time and maybe materials am I going to have to make? So by the time I get all this set up, is the big wave going to be gone? If not, if it's still there, then okay, can I afford to do this? Do I want to do this? 
do it with intent. And the intent needs to be more than I want to grab that quick dollar. Because I'm telling you 100% that the line between anyone who has made it highly successful and those who have not is consistency, diligence, and intent. You can even look an example that we I always go to this because it's just examples that we're all familiar with. Look at Hollywood. When you have actors that have been around for 30 years and they've consistently excelled, moved up, made very good money, they're still highly bankable and popular. When you really dig into that, what they have done, they are a business, they are a brand, and they have cultivated that brand very carefully. They choose their projects very carefully. They have done their due diligence and made sure that they have a good management team that isn't, you know, throwing them at any work that comes available just to make a quick dollar, that is looking out for them, that is managing their money properly, not stealing from them, teaching them how to manage their money properly. There has been a lot of work put into that. They show up at a set for a project and they realize it is work. They show up on time. They do what their boss, the director, tells them to do. They participate in the project. If they have something to say, they make their point. But they show up and they do the work and they get that reputation as someone who understands its work, shows up, does the job. They're careful with how their brand is presented outside of work. They're careful in what they choose to do. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes decisions and intent consistently being made in order to keep that brand relevant for 30 years, as well as the fundamentals of watching who's managing their money and making sure that it's being managed properly. It did not happen by accident. It wasn't a flash in the pan. So these are the kinds of things you have to put into the thinking when you, you know, in your career or in your your business, if you're starting your own business, I don't care if you're dri- you're a driver that's delivering food door to door. I almost named a company, and I don't know if I can do that, so I'm not going to do that. But you're working for one of these mini services where you deliver food. Be the best one. Show up with the cleanest car. You look clean and neat when you show up at somebody's door. Be consistent. Show up to work. Take whatever's available. Grab at it. And you know what? It will build up. It will build up. But if you look at it, Eh, you don't care how you look when you show up at a customer's door. You don't care how their food is handed to them, what the bag looks like, what the container looks like. You don't take any extra effort to try to keep their food cold or warm, whatever it may be, between the restaurant and the delivery. You know, you're not going to get high rankings. You're not going to get high ratings. You're not going to, it's just not going to work for you in the end. You might do okay, but you won't excel. So what do we have so far? Always remember you're building a brand from day one. And from day one, conduct yourself as if you're already that person with a million followers. And that you have to be very vigilant and careful who you follow, what you say, what you present, because you can lose it as quick as you got it. If it's a brick and mortar business from day one, behave as if you already are that big, big successful company. And there's ways to do that on the cheap. If you can only afford two 
T-shirts or uniform shirts with your company's name on it, you buy two and you wash them and you clean them and you press them and you go out looking neat in them. Always conduct yourself as if you're already where you want to be. And then the second part of that is remembering what the rules are when you get where you want to be. And look around you. If you even have to go to Hollywood and look, those are very public figures and their movements are very public and we all can know that. You know, protect that brand. So if you if you've just started something on Instagram and you want to get followers and you got, you know, 100 people who followed you, don't just go through and click, 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 follow them back. Actually look at who they are. Take a look at their posts. See what they're saying. See how they appear. See how they present themselves and decide if you want your brand associated with that. And on a, a human level outside of work, remember, don't surround yourself with negative things, with things that you've decided are not you, because they will infiltrate and they will affect you. You can control, we're lucky enough living in the greatest country in the world that we can, with work and diligence, control the environment in which we are in. So control your environment. Keep it surrounded by written word and spoken word and people and actions and activity that are in line with your belief. Or you will have a lot of discord in your life. It's nothing mean against the other people. It's just not who you are. Surround yourself with what you believe. Only let what you believe in come into you. Or you'll be somebody who really doesn't stand for anything. And people will see that in a minute. And it won't make you much of a person. And it certainly will not build a highly successful business. So I know these are two seemingly small things but in the grand scheme of things I can tell you I have owned I've lost count I got to do an actual count but I think it's seven businesses since I was in my 20s and they have all made a living and some a very good living and I am still friends to this day with some of my customers from those various businesses some I've lost touch with but you know nobody left with a bad taste in their mouth about me and I can tell you that what works Consistency, intent, and being ever vigilant about your brand. And it doesn't matter if in the beginning you sound goofy talking like you're more than you are. Because you want to be prepared for when you are. That big, big success. You don't want to just start doing it that day. Then you'll look kind of crazy. So keep these things in mind. I'm going to do some more episodes going into some other things that are of less importance than these two. And these are two biggies to think about for your professional life and your personal life. If you really put thought into it, there's applications both ways. I'm going to leave you with that because I try to keep these under 30 minutes because I know your time is precious and I thank you very much for giving me some of it, but I don't want to absorb it all. Nobody wants to listen to my voice yarn on and on for an hour. So these are the thoughts for today. If you enjoyed the show, please share it. Let other people know. In the meantime, have a good day and enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>